0: Hello, welcome back to Fabletop
1: RPG The Archives. Today we are looking at Mega Man Revised Roleplaying Game. And today I have with you my brother, the very same one we did the Legend of the Five Rings roleplay game. Welcome back, Troy. Hello. Now, Troy. How are you? I'm doing good. Now, being brothers. Would you say that we have a long history of Mega Man?
0: Well, we have a very long history of Mega Man. I didn't quite like Mega Man like Mother.
1: Right. A very long history indeed. This is supposed to mimic a Mega Man game. How about we see how well it mimics it? So, based on the cover here, I don't know if you could see what I'm seeing, Troy.
0: I cannot see what you
1: one second. Let's share the screen so you can at least look at it. There we go. Now, I know you guys at home won't be able to see this. This is on the podcast, but we are over Discord right now talking to each other. I live in Nevada. He lives in New Jersey. So, this is how we're kind of doing it right now. Can you see it now? I can see it. Okay. So, the Mega Man Revised Role Playing Game. This game is by Preston Polin. Mega Man characters and property of Capcom. And as we see here, just on page two, actually, it is the journal of Doctor Kane, and this kind of gives a brief backstory into the Mega Man history. For those that are not super familiar with the full history of Mega Man, they give you a little bit of a uh, of a little bit of a background here. Uh, Kind of goes into the history of when uh, X and Zero are kind of at the point of Mega Man X1. Uh, And then here we go. We have a little bit of a background of Welcome to the Mega Man RPG, a system for fans of Mega Man or just fans of fighting robots. The system was built using all forms of Mega Man canon, mostly from the games, but you may find elements from Mega Man cartoons or even comic books. For those of you new to the Mega Man universe, it is a story of robots fighting for human and android rights over the span of hundreds of years. So you're actually kind of talking about the civil rights movement for robots, is what you're talking about. If that's if that's how they're presenting this, it's literally X Men but with robots.
0: Yeah, because they don't accept humans. What did you say? I so said they have to have fights about that, you know, as far as um, that protests saying, you know, that mutants are allowed to live amongst humans without any heat and yeah. grief. The and they feel the same about reploids in that case.
1: Right. And very similar. Um, then they have a small uh, history about Mega Man timeline, aka the Wily Wars. And then the X timeline, which is known as the Maverick Wars. Uh, post-Mega Man X timeline, which is actually before the Zero timeline, known as the Elf Wars. Then you have Mega Man Zero, which is known as the Second Maverick Wars. The ZX timeline, which is the Game of Destiny. And then the last but not least, you have the Mega Man Legends timeline, the Halcon Days. Which, don't know what that is. Maybe something I may have missed, but yeah. Uh... Players in the ZX or Legends timeline use only the Android template except that they will think and act like any normal human being. So that's how far advanced robotics have gone in the ZX and Legends timeline is that they'll be known as androids but are pretty much human at that point.
0: Okay. Components of a player character. Components of
1: a player character. Now this is going to be creating uh, a character. So we're going to see what goes into that. There are a few key components that players need to keep track of. Structure. In any other system, structure would be the player's HP or health. This represents how much damage someone can take before their body shuts down. Players start with 100 structure points. And once it hits zero, the player isn't necessarily dead, but its body is beyond repair and will need to be replaced. Structure is damaged by any normal attack. Core. Your character's power core. This powers the character's body as well as stores its memories and skills. Players start with 100 core points and it can reach zero without the player's structure hitting zero. When a core is destroyed, that character's mind, its personality, in essence, its soul, is lost forever, even if its body remains. Core damage is explained later. Maverick Points, or MP. This is used to measure how affected by the Maverick Virus your character is. This starts at zero, and if you want it to stay as low as possible... uh, And you want it to stay as low as possible, sorry... The higher it gets, the closer the character is getting to becoming insanely evil. However, there are some perks to being evil. More on that later. Kills. This is interesting. So they want you to keep track of people you murder. Uh, Some players may wish to keep track of their personal kill count. This doesn't affect gameplay in any way, except tell you how many piles of scrap you left in your wake. For For each little you kill... Mark a slash. Every medium you kill with an X, and every large you kill with a star, and every robot maverick master with a big M. Elements. Weapons and armor can have elemental components, making them stronger against some other elements, and weaker against others. Elements don't outright change an attack or armor, but add extra features. For example, an explosive weapon won't necessarily explode. See weapon creation on how to do that. They will, however, shake magnetic armor with enough force to reverse its polarity, causing extra damage. Sonic bullets might not necessarily be made of sound waves, but vibrate, disrupting the internal components of explosive armor and causing more damage. So, we have neutral or no element.
0: Fire is... Wait. What are the elements?
1: List of elements and their strength versus weakness are as follows. Okay, so the strengths are on the left. Okay, right. So, it's fire is better than ice. Ice is better than stone. Stone is better than sonics. Sonics is better than explosive. Explosive to magnetics, magnetics to electricity, electricity to water, and water to fire. That's a uh, that's a mighty loop of some elements. Multiple elements may be attached to a weapon, but only one may be used at a time, and the player must state which they are switching to. These elements always uh, these elements always do core damage as well as structure. So, according to this, as you can see that little star next to sonics, magnetics, and electricity do core and structure damage. Which means that any one of those pretty much makes you the best fighting robot, being able to pretty much wipe out a character permanently.
0: Damn. Well, at least as far as their body and their brain, anyway. Or their characteristics. Right.
1: Fighting style. So this is how your character fights. He may have developed his own way of fighting or just go with the flow. Each character starts with one fighting style, and each fighting style can be used one of two ways. When a battle begins, but before initiative is rolled, choose which effect effect of your fighting style you want to use. Only one effect can be active at a time, and it cannot be changed until the battle is over. So the first one is no style you're no warrior, you're a lover, or perhaps a scientist. Either way, while others were learning to fight, you were learning other skills. So, you either get A to, you get A, you gain plus 5 to any non-combat skill. However, your initiative is reduced by 5 as you don't know when to enter battle. Um, effect B is you gain a plus 5 to dodge as you had to quickly learn how to get out of the way. But Any combat skills you have take a minus 5 penalty. Berserker, you don't need to know any special tricks to take down your foes. You just need to keep hitting them until they stop moving. Ah, there we go. Uh, Effect A, you can take two attack actions per turn, but all your weapon power levels are reduced by one for that turn. Or B, for each attack that damage... For each attack that damages you that you did not try to dodge, deflect, or have absorbed by a shield weapon, you may make a single counterattack with any weapon. However, that power level is reduced by one, to a minimum of one for the counterattack. So you pretty much build a big, beefy bastard that literally hits back for every time they get struck. So you pretty much need to build up your defenses and shit and just wail.
0: Anything? Huh? No, sorry, I had a I had someone whispering to me. Well, uh, but anything on
1: Berserker?
0: Um, interesting um, choice of effects there. Uh, me personally, I think Dodge is more important than attacking half the time because sometimes it's the best offense is a good defense. Okay.
1: Defender, let the enemy make his attacks. You can withstand them. You will take any blow and step in front of any attack in order to defend your fu- your friends. By the way, Troy, are you like on a speaker or are you on headset or what?
0: Oh, I got you on a Bluetooth headset.
1: Okay, because sometimes you come in very low, so... Um, Defender... Oh, okay. Defender... Let the enemy make his attacks. You can withstand them. You will take any blow and step in front of any attack in order to defend your friends. Effect A. Once per battle, you may step in front of an ally that is being attacked and become the new target for that attack. The game master and player resolve the attack as if you were, as if you were always the intended target. You may attempt to deflect, but you cannot dodge. Effect B. If you have a shield weapon... You may reduce the power level of the shield and extend its effects to an ally within 10 feet, so you are both protected. You may extend the shield to as many allies as you have power levels that are within range. Example, a power level 4 shield may give two people, the defender and the ally, power level 3 protection, or three people power level 2 protection.
0: Okay, so... Power level four shield may
1: give two people level three. Or three people level two. Oh, I see. So everybody shares, I guess. Um, okay. Uh anyway. Uh Marksman. Uh you only need one shot to take your target down. You never miss. A may re-roll an attack that missed once per battle. Effect B. May reduce a single target's dodge and deflect by 10 for one round, once per battle. So Marksman sounds like you fire and you just keep firing like a madman.
0: That's sounds i
1: Speedster. You are the fast type. You can get inside of defenses and outside of attacks before anyone realizes what's going on. A may re-roll a dodge or deflect that missed once per battle, or B, you you may make two movement actions each turn. However, all your power levels are reduced by one for that turn. Heavy Hitter. Everything you have goes into your power, but that means your defenses are low. So, Effect A, weapons do an additional 1d5 damage, but the Heavy Hitter takes an additional 1d5 damage from all attacks, or, you may charge a weapon using a movement action. However, your dodge and deflect are reduced by 10. That sounds pretty cool. The, by the way, for D5s, for anyone that's not familiar with Dungeons and & Dragons and stuff like that, or dice mechanics, how you work a D5 is, you roll a D10, and then you divide it in half. So, uh, Behemoth, you're big, and bigger is always better. You either get A. Character has 25 extra structure, but always attacks last. Or B. Character has 25 extra structure, but his attacks are easy to telegraph, and his opponents gain plus 10 to any dodge or deflect. Jesus Christ. At that point, I'd rather just attack last. Right. And the last one is Deceiver. Booby traps, timed explosives, and an old-fashioned sucker punch. Your opponents never know what you are going to do next. Character always attacks first, but has 25 less structure than normal. B, once per battle, character may may make a second act, attack action. However, he always has 25 less structure than normal. At that point, I might as well take the B effects, because then you get the second attacker, but... Uh, if more than one character has the behemoth or deceiver or norm, uh, if more than one character has behemoth and deceiver, normal initiative determines who goes first. With that out of the way, it's time to make your character. Okay, so let's see what kind of madness we got here. Okay, character points. Starting characters get 200 points. Wow, okay? So 200 points to build your character. These points are used for everything in the main five categories of skills, abilities, upgrades, armor, and weapons. When buying anything with levels, you must buy all levels in order. For example, you must buy level one and two before you can get level three. So you gotta literally, so if you wanted to get level three all in one shot, you pretty much pay for level one, level two, and level three all in one go. Okay. Rule 1 of the RPG. This system is based on creativity. Build the kind of robot with the kind of skills and weapons you want. Any skills, abilities, weapons, etc. that are mentioned here are merely examples. If you want your character to have something that isn't on the list, then talk to the GM about an appropriate point cost. Generation. Robots, like all technology, get better over time. So, let's see what the generation of robots are. We have Android. built to look like humans, androids are still similar to normal robots. They have some free will and can make their own choices, but only if those choices obey their basic programming. Androids gain half as many Maverick points rounded up as repoids would, and are affected differently by it. See the Maverick virus for details. Examples of androids are Mega Man, Roll, Bass, and Proto Man. Which one of those three is your favorite? Or which one of those four is your favorite? Proto Man. Proto Man. Proto Man. What makes you like Proto Man so much? I want to know.
0: Well, I mean, it's funny that he's just the prototype to Mega Man, yet in some aspects, he's just if not, probably a little bit more skill. Plus, he has an awesome shield that's almost nearly indestructible.
1: It is. And it, his background, his, his story is kind of just dark and upsetting when you uh, really look into it. So for those that don't know, and I, oh, this is a small Mega Man tangent, but Protoman, as as my brother has said, is the prototype to Mega Man. But his power core was supposed to expire and he was supposed to be left for dead in a battle. Because, not that Doctor Light didn't care, but literally, he was on borrowed time. Well, what happened was, when Man was knocked out, Wily actually stole him off the battlefield. And so he was left for dead. And of course, Wiley, being the evil genius he is, replaced Protoman's power core and fixed him up brand new. And then made up the lie that the Doctor left him to die. So... With that, that's how you get the first three Mega Man games where Break Man pops into the third game and starts causing some bullshit. Pirate Man shows up later, he becomes a good guy later as well, so on and so forth, that's about it. Anyway, Reploids. Some may see them as highly advanced androids. Reploids are the next step of robotic evolution. With the suffering circuit, they have emotions, feel pain, can improve and expand themselves and their programming. If it weren't for the metal bodies, there would be no way to tell them apart from humans. Uh, Repoids can take a simulate element, a simulate weapon, or a simulate style for free. So, some examples here are X, Zero, Vile, Sigma, and then we could count an Axle here if we want, but which one of those is your favorite from that?
0: Um, X, personally.
1: Zero, for me. Okay. Bioroid. Bioroid reploids that are built to resemble animals rather than people, although they are different from reploids. They often have useful animal features, like wings for flight or hands that can stick to walls. Most are built and employed by military forces. Bioroids can give an element to any weapons he carries for free, and also gains one level of elemental armor of the chosen of the chosen element. So Mega Man X Repoid or Mega Man X1 Bioroids, Troy. Who's your favorite Bioroid from Mega Man X1? Mm.
0: Uh Think my If it has to be for Mega Man X1, I'm going to have to go with... Probably... I'm going to have to give it to Storm Eagle, if anything. Storm Eagle, I think, was at least versatile amongst them. He was at least a decent challenge. Not too hard, not too easy. Um, he had... He was, um, fast, not too slow. He was, like, just the right between all of them. I'm
1: gonna thingies. go with Armored Armodillo for mine.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, he definitely had the armor, he definitely had the indestructibleness, and very few, uh, weak spots, and really, uh, hard to get to. But, if you hit him with the right weapon, then he's pretty much an all you can shoot, uh,
1: is an all-you-can-shoot buffet <laughs> with, with skill points. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, skills. Skills are the things that a character can do or know. These are things that they have learned not built with. Skills remain with a character unless their core is destroyed. No skill, no single skill, can go above 60 points, although there is no limit to number of skills or total points in all skills. They can be either the major skills that really define what the character knows and what he can do. Me. Or minor skills that could be helpful, but isn't particularly something that they would spend a lot of time learning. To use a skill, you roll a percentile die, which is 2d10s, one of them being normal and the other one having double digits on it. Try to roll lower than the amount of character points you have in the skill. So, as an example, if you wanted to hack into a mainframe and had a hacking skill of 40, you would roll the D100, and as long as you get a 40 or lower, then you succeed. Pretty simple. I messed this up because I couldn't grasp it, because I've never rolled percentiles like that, so that was a whole other thing for me. But anyway. Uh, Sample skills... Are like musical instrument, singing, dancing, skating, hacking, scavenger, hiding, survival, demolitions, cooking, repair, electronics, chemistry, mechanics, stealth, academics, riot armor, jet bike. Pretty standard shit, most of it. And these are just examples. These are just sample skills. If you wanted to put anything else in... You could. Because maybe there's something they missed. Because what if you want to do construction? What if your character was a construction reploid? You never know. You know, it's uh, one of those things that if you... Remember, it's all about creativity. However you want to make it, it can be done. Just, you know, use the system.
0: X. That's very true.
1: Yep. EX skills. EX skills are still skills and follow all the rules for skills. However... These skills are so vital, uh, vitally important that they get their own mention. These are the skills your character has picked up in battle and determine how fierce you are in combat. These skills are much more vital than other skills determining how well you can dodge or fight. If you plan to use a weapon of any kind, you must take an AX skill. So, combat analysis, melee skill... Range skill, unarmed skill, dodge, deflect, and that's it. So, example of dodge and deflect is, Zero has a dodge of 20 and a deflect of 25. When a group of machine Joes open fire on him, after dodge, after Zero dodges the first shot, his dodge is reduced to 15, and he can attempt to dodge three more times before his dodge reaches zero, and he can no longer dodge. He can, however, still deflect up to five shots. So as you can see there, deflect and dodge pretty much decrease by five every time you use it in a single round. That's not bad. That makes sense. It gets harder and harder to dodge the more you put your body into it. So I can't disagree with that. And it does make sense if you kept trying to dash and dodge and you, you miss your timing eventually. So I can see that. Abilities. Abilities are things your character has been built with. These are things that cannot be learned, but most be added on through body enhancements or programming chips. No single ability can go above 60 points, although there is no limit to the number of abilities or total points in all abilities. Most abilities work just like skills, with few exceptions. So, go ahead. I mean, I didn't get there
0: So as far as that i like i like i like everything that's going on so far because my favorite the only thing that really made Mega Man Man like different from the regular was the wall jump and the wall slide like that the wall jump in general was like the main thing you really needed for your character and dash. just to get around like it oh yeah now the dash the dash helped but just the fact that you can wall climb was amazing and wall jump it was great
1: We have increased speed, increased strength, increased agility, increased jumping, increased perception, wall slide, wall jump, energy can creation. All of them sound pretty standard, pretty cool. I like the fact that you can make energy can restoration, so that's pretty cool. I think I would make myself like a medic, like a medic dude like Douglas or some other shit from XX. Anyway, uh, upgrades. Although you were built strong, you can always be better. Upgrades are improvements you did or asked for in order to improve yourself. Unlike skills and abilities, upgrades have specific CP costs and usually cannot be improved. There are three different upgrade categories. General upgrades, armor-specific upgrades, and weapon-specific upgrades. Note that all weapon upgrades all affect, affect all weapons that they can. You do not need to buy specific upgrades for each weapon. Okay, that's good to know. So, general upgrades. Dashing. Doubles the, double, doubles the user's movement speed. Reflex dash. countermeasures, Air dash. Quick change. Which is allows the user to swap any equipped armors or support units as a free action. Limited flight. All surface movement. Personal Teleport, Energy Scanner, Emergency Transmission, Emergency Teleport, Unlimited Flight, Core Schematics, and Energy Can Upgrade. Sounds pretty cool. And these are all pretty neat. They they each have their own... Their own... Uh pieces inside their own uh they each have their uses inside the game and i like how well they kind of mesh together so this is all really cool the way that they got it set up um i like how you can upgrade the energy can to heal your core damage as well that helps a lot
0: yeah it's a ring. that would probably be useful to have Pretty much everything's here just to make a basic Mega Man X, you know, with its abilities if you're just starting out. But that sounds like a lot of stuff for 200 points. It's just really uh, very picky, needy. You have to decide carefully.
1: Yeah. Elemental armor. You can go up to level five elemental armor. And the way that elemental armor works is if you are hit with a weapon that is used uh, against you. Like, so, Fireman has level 2 Fire Armor. If he was hit by a Fire Weapon of power level 3, it would reduce it to power level 1. So, which means that it reduces the power level for which you took. If if hit by a Fire Weapon of power level 2, it would reduce it to a minimum of power level 1 regardless. So if power man was hit, if fire was hit by a water weapon of power level 1 however it would be increased to power level 2 so weaknesses actually end up giving a bonus to the damage of it so that makes sense i can see that okay uh they have well, cloak yeah
0: i could
1: right so elemental armor cloak and shielding those are the only armor <laughs> upgrades by the way so it's elemental armor, cloak, and shielding for just the armor upgrades. Now, weapon-specific. Assimilate element. Assimilate style. Assimilate weapon. So the differences are Assimilate element is copies the element of Frost Walrus and now can either use a normal Buster or a Frost Buster. Assimilate style Zero copies the style of Slash Beast, which is Berserk, and now can make multiple strikes in the same attack. Or, a simulate weapon, uh, Mega Man copies the weapon of Quick Man, Quick Boomerang, and can now use that weapon instead of his Buster at the same power level of his Buster. Note about a simulation. A big theme in the Mega Man universe, a simulation can be a useful tool. A simulation of any kind requires an attack action to touch your foe in order to activate. Your foe can't dodge or deflect this. If you can't physically touch your foe, you cannot assimilate shit. Easy said. You can charge. You can overcharge. And you can omni-charge. All of them sound really cool. They all have their little flex about them. Um... And charging is a big theme in the Mega Man universe, uh, where overcharge allows you, uh, where overcharge allows you to uh, increase the bonuses granted by a charge by one. Omni charge gives the ability to charge up more than one weapon at a time. In total, someone can have up to four charges stored. So in other words, you essentially can choose four different weapons on you, charge them up, and then fire them. However, Omnicharge cannot use any charge for three turns after the last charged weapon was used. That's the only thing. So Omnicharge can drain a character, and the character that uses Omnicharge cannot use any charge for three turns after the last charged weapon was used. So if you charge up four different weapons, and then you use all four of those charges, now you have to wait three turns to even charge, period. So, what do you think about that?
0: That sounds about right, considering that pretty much explains Mega Man excellent. Um, uh, okay. He had, well, he had multiple uh shots that he did, and he did it with both shots at the same time, which combined into one big, huge shot.
1: Yeah. Okay. Weapons. Introducing the Mega Weapon Creation System. As any fan of Mega Man games will tell you, it's all about the weapons. Some weapons are standard, some are upgraded stock models, and some are creative weapons of death. With the Mega Man Weapon Creation System, or MWCS, you will be able to make any weapon your heart desires, for a point point cost, of course. You have several weapon boxes on your character sheet to build a weapon. They look like this, and it says weapon name, type, range, power level, element, and enhancement. Weapon name, whatever you want to call it. Type, is it physical or energy? Do you you shoot bullets and boomerangs? Or do you do fireballs, energy blades, and plasma blasts? Uh, Range, how far will your weapon fire? Is it one character point? It's one character point literally for every... Oh, hold on a minute. There we go. It's literally one character point for every five meters. A melee weapon's range costs zero so, in other words, I just want to be able to punch different elements into your face. Please hold still. Mm. Power level. Uh, power level. How much damage your weapon does? Each level has to be bought in order... Uh, to be bought in order. So, it's 10 character points for level 1. 20 for 2. 40 for 3. 80 for 4. And 150 for 5. Each power level... Uh, does a d10 of damage so power level four does 4d10 4 of damage element neutral element is free one element is five uh, character points two elements are 20 character points and when you have two elements you can only use one per turn and declare which element you are using so essentially for your weapon you can essentially only have two elements at a time on it gotcha Enhancements. Enhancements add bonuses to weapons to make them even deadlier. Enhancements can be turned on and off before a weapon is fired. In any case, you don't want to hit an ally with a blast. A few enhancements can be, uh, uh, a few enhancements may be chosen several times, and the description will say how many times. You must pay for the enhancements each time it is taken. The enhancements you can choose from are as follows armor piercing, blast, blowback, homing, power drain, rapid attack and shield, shockwave. Those are all of the those are all of the enhancements. So, here's a couple of example weapons. Uh weapon name Buster, type energy, range 50 meters, power level 1, neutral element. Weapon cost total 20. Energy Saber, also an energy weapon. Zero range, but power level two. Neutral element, but has armor-piercing one. Total weapon cost, 30. Seems, uh, seems simple enough. Here's a cool one. Leaf Shield. Type, physical, range, 25 meters. I guess if you want to fire it. Uh, power level one, element neutral, and enhancements shield. Weapon cost, 35. Um, armor. So, now we're going to get into some armor. Here we go. Armor reduces the amount of damage someone will take from an attack. Strong armor is expensive, but can save your life. It could be bought as either armor from your body, for your core, or in the form of a handheld shield. Which sounds more like your uh, style, Troy. Um, yeah, yeah, go
0: ahead. Oh, no, I'm just saying that's me because last time I remember we tried uh, something like this, uh, three to created a close range Mega Man X style Proto Man. So I was I'm going, going for less of fire. a shield and more defensive character. Right. Yeah. So body armor.
1: This armor covers your entire body, and for every five character points spent on the body armor, You ignore one point of structured damage from any attack. Any amount of points can be put into armor, but some examples are as follows. So, as an example, 10 character points ignores 2 structure damage. However, 100 character points ignores 20 structure damage. A.K.A. any power level 2 or weaker weapon. Not bad. (laughs) Huh. Armor higher than 100%, not recommended for players. I agree. Anyway, uh... (laughs) Core armor. Again, this armor only covers your core, protecting it from attacks that will damage it directly. For every 10 character points spent on your core, you ignore 1 point of character damage. Any amount of points can be put into armor, but some examples are as follows. Again, 100 character points will ignore 10 character damage. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, Handheld shields. So... This one is cheaper. Handheld shields are 2 character points. Spent on a shield will let you ignore 1 point of structure damage from any attack it hits. Any amount of points can be put into armor, but some examples are as follows. 100 character points here will ignore 50 structure damage. 50 damage is literally enough to make you block a level 5 weapon. That is ridiculous for a handheld shield. I, I do agree. I think Proto Man has the right idea for the handheld shield.
0: Yeah,
1: well let's shield this. Okay, so weaknesses. Weaknesses are things that give your character that make your character worse, not better. They can be physical, mental, social, or spiritual. Given your character weaknesses increases its starting character points. These should be played out in a, in character or used by the GM to make the character's life a little bit harder. So Example, weather problems, easily wooed, which is falling for the opposite gender. Uh, forgetful, poor eyesight, that would suck. Uh, code of Honor, trigger happy, you Should first, ask questions later, love it. Uh, compelled and pure pacifist, which you won't attack anyone, which I would love to see on a character that's a medic, and they just run around the battlefield making sure no one dies, so that'd be perfect. Okay. The Maverick Virus. Gaining Maverick Points. Alright guys, here we go. You start at zero and gain Maverick Points for performing acts of evil. Theft and defacement of property are worth about one Maverick Point apiece. Damaging an ally or civilian, even on accident, can be worth up to 5, depending on intent and amount of damage given. Killing an innocent or ally should be rewarded with a minimum of 10. You can also gain maverick points from interactions with people or places with exceptionally high uh, maverick points. So 31 or more. Sometimes robotic forests or space stations themselves can be infected by the maverick virus and players in the area can gain MP merely from exposure. This is up to the GM, but shouldn't be more than 5. Using combat analysis or energy scan on something with exceptionally high Maverick points, you may gain may gain you up to 10 Maverick points as the virus tries to transfer directly to you. Examples of non-reploids with high MP. Evil Energy, as seen in Mega Man 8, has a Maverick point value of 35. Sigma Virus Manifestations, as seen in Mega Man X5, has a Maverick Point value of 40. Model W from Mega Man ZX has a Maverick Point value of 50. Even worse, you can gain a Maverick Point for arguing with the GM or showing knowledge of the Mega Man universe your character otherwise wouldn't have. Mega Man, uh, sorry, Maverick Points cannot be detected or removed until it has at least 15 or higher. Maverick points can be purged via a skilled mechanic, but it can only be done once per session and it can only be reduced to a minimum of 5. Effects of the Maverick virus on Reploids and Bioroids. The Maverick virus has a tendency to make Reploids and Bioroids stronger as it eats away at them. Whenever you reach 10 Maverick points, you can lose uh, you lose 10 core and gain 10 structure. As at 20 maverick points, you lose 20 more core and gain 20 more structure and gain that maverick charge upgrade, discussed later. When you reach 30 maverick points, you are fully affected by the maverick virus and lose control of your character. The game master gains control and makes the character attack or abandon his allies. The character remains a maverick until he is destroyed or the maverick points are purged against the uh, maverick's will, of course. Effective Maverick Viruses on the Androids. Maverick Viruses didn't exist, or at least was very contained, until the Mega Man X timeline. However, there can still be Androids during the Age of Reploids, and the virus affects them differently. At 10 points, the Androids begin to gain symptoms of, Robenza, of Roboenza, and lose 10 points from all skills, and these are instantly regained if the Maverick Points are lowered below 10. At 20 points, the android loses an additional 10 points from all skills, and all weapons drop by one power level. At 30 points, the android either shuts down completely as if the core deletion, or goes berserk attacking anything in sight, without regardless of to personal safety. Either way, the player loses control of the character, and the GM decides which of those two happens. So, actually, if you think about it, since... Zero is not actually a Reploid. This is what happens to him. He goes berserk and goes on a fucking murder spree.
0: Oh, Uh -oh. I mean, I mean, actually, he went crazy with the virus. Sigma punched him in the head.
2: Yeah,
1: Sigma's the one that stopped Zero's evil rampage on the first run. So bravo to Sigma, I guess. Okay. Uh, damage. Structure and structured destruction. Eventually, you are going to get hurt. Structure damage represents your body getting blasted, beaten, cut, stabbed, and exploded. Ouch. All attacks will be doing structured damage. Once your structure hits zero, you are destroyed. Maybe you are in pieces. Dis- disintegrated or just crumbled, Or crumpled. No matter how it happened, your body has shut down and you are essentially dead. However, if your core is still intact, it can be retrieved. If the core is retrieved, all your skills and memories are saved and can be put into a new body. Core and core deletion.
0: I well, that explain it too. Right? <sighs> hey, damn you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I can just keep
1: uh, mumbling and I can't hear you.
0: Yeah, I know. Getting some interference on your side, too.
2: Okay, can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. It's just a little static.
2: Is that any better? No. I mean, a little bit, but I, can you hear me okay? I can hear you
0: okay now. Yeah, know, I'm still getting a lot of stack. You're barely coming through.
2: Boy, how many bars you got? Is that better? Can you hear me now? damage or Ride armors are built to even player weapons. or cannons the GM is gracious with a few differences. structure 60, no more. They can't have skills, and they have the same point limits. They uh, have the same point limits for abilities as players do. 60. They can use any upgrades except armor, any kind of simulate, or optional teleport. Ride, ride armors can be built with melee from ranged weapons and not both, and can even have enhancements. So, time error ride armors, 60, increase speed 10, jump, 25, dash, armor, weapon name, armor fist, type, physical range, range, 0 meter, power weapon, 3. Elemental neutral enhancements, armor piercing, 5. Okay. Okay. Transformation and support animals. animals. Some Mega Man characters have been known to transform, like Natural Man or Turbo Man. Players that want to be able to transform need to follow some set rules. Transformation takes a moment action, A moment of action. Players wanting to transform get 20 character points that can only be used in their transformation. Other character points the player has or has or earned also can also be put into it. Players can use all skills of armor in their transformation but they need some of separate abilities, upgrades, and weapons for it.
0: How's that sound to you? Oh, that sounds pretty good. I mean, actually, you know what? I remember us talking about this one time, but now it's coming to mind. Are there any mentions of, um, like, Upgrade armor, like any X-Armor, or any type of armor you can get from a capsule. Do they have that information in here?
2: Well, that was the that was where the armor comes from. So I guess, technically, you could, if you wanted to do the whole capsule thing for the armor, yeah, that's where you would get it. You would find the, you would get the armor from the capsule or something, and that would go toward the whole armor you could buy.
0: Oh, okay, so uh, you'd buy it and then get it to the capsule. Um I wonder if he just go I wonder if they just go off X armor. I wonder if they got any ideas off of um twenty because they had some pretty
2: interesting armors. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question.
1: Support animals. Support animals on
2: all kinds have appeared in Mega Man from rush to beat to treble. Support animals has helped some of
0: the strongest characters.
1: Support animals are built like which with some changes of course. Support animals get a 20 character points they can use and any other character points the player will have to add himself. Support animals have basic
2: structure, structure and 25 more and will try to take a away if they get injured at all. They can, they can use all skills, abilities, and upgrades. If they are built with weapons. Weapons are limited to power level 1, it has no enhancements. Support animals animals, often transform into armor or weapons. Support animals animals that transform do get those bonus 20 characters as well. Support animals are as armor or weapons no longer have their own structure or core, and they are considered part of the character that wears them and will only detach when the player chooses or the player is killed. When they, when they are worn as armor or weapons, they, they greatly upgrade abilities for armor and weaponry The Transformation, the transformation has for the wearer. Transformation, transformation has no limits for the upgrades, abilities, the armor, armor or weapons it's like its support form has. It's, it's same same the same as in the holding a player character. So. so, here we go. Here we go. Now we have battle. Now we're actually in the thick of it. Okay, we're pretty much past making the character now. Now it's time for battling. Rule two of the RPG: Cooler is better. So cooler, something you do is the more you should be rewarded for it. If you describe your character doing it as action in a way, as Jam must agree, then you can use any non-damage rolls you make by five. If you, if you describe an action, an action in a particular way, we must agree, use any, any non-damage
1: rolls you t- make by ten.
2: Example, if, if you
1: just shoot at pass someone, them. that's not cool enough for any bonus. If you shoot at someone while hanging off, of off
2: something some some or, or diving through the air, you that, that may be cool enough time. to lower your roll by five. But if you shoot the main that a teammate toss in order to make it explode in the opponent's face, that may be cool enough to make your rolls
1: over by ten. In battle. in battle, you roll 1% so die. Determine the
2: attack, attack initiative. Each player gets to roll 1d100. I'm sorry, gets to roll 1d10. You know, you know, you know, you know, and add any CP and increase speed they have, or increased jump, flight, and damage, that is how the character is in battle. First is so with the highest roll goes first, with the next highest roll second, and etc. And, and, of of and the event declined, the character with the most points in speed increases those first. So, during their turn, each player gets a movement action and an attack action. He can use either of these in any order they wish.
1: So for attack actions, when charge a weapon, switch out armor, or support unit, all take an action to do so.
2: However, everything else included, including movement, uh, using skill, or combat
1: analysis, can be either a movement action or an attack action. This means
2: means if you do not attack, you can twice. Use an energy scanner, then use skill, or use combat analysis on targets in a single turn. This also means you cannot charge a weapon and attack, or equip a support unit and attack
1: on the same turn full round lasts 10 seconds of real time.
2: Standard character movement is 20 meters per turn. Dash, dash doubles this. Yes. If you have points speed, add it uh, to your standard human speed. Uh on the weapon, you must roll under the amount of CP you put into that weapon. Skill, subtract, and subtract any cool bonuses from your roll. Usually, the, usually hitting a target is pretty standard, but sometimes it's need to hit something smaller than a full-size target. To do this, make a focused attack. An easy focused attack will reduce your weapon skill by 10 points for that turn. Easy focus attacks include hitting an opponent's core, you don't know where it is, or hitting an opponent's weapon. A hard focus
1: attack will reduce
2: your weapon skill by 25 points for that turn. The hard focus attacks will please shoot a shield or shield a pilot or a ride armor. What do you think so far?
0: Um no, I like no, that I'm just like trying to no, scroll back up for a second. No, there's something. No, I I do like the yeah, you can stop. I was about to say I do like the the dodge, the fact of the rolls and the heads and then there you had the percentage die. It it's it it looked like you'd have to do at least a good few rounds before you get used to it like any other system. But it seems pretty uh solid.
1: For sure. Okay, we are in the last bit here. The GM section. There are some things the players either shouldn't know about or shouldn't have access to. They will be discussed here. Rule 3 of the RPG. The bad guys cheat. They have special weapons, mean armor, and abilities the players can only dream of. That's why they are the bad guys. Any enemy of big status or higher should be much stronger than the players and require teamwork to fight. For these characters, don't worry about CP cost or ability limits. Just make a challenge for your players. It is recommended you do not allow your players to buy, assimilate, or in any way gain the following. Extra elements. Light and darkness are two special elements. They count as resistant, they count as resistant versus all elements except each other, which is their weakness. EMP, this weapon element makes the affected weapon do only core damage equal to the power level of the weapon. Mettar Plate is a special kind of metal usually found on the hats of Mets or on the shields of Joes. And the energy-based attack that this Mettar Plate is directed around and away from the wearer's body, completely negating the attack. Metar plate shouldn't be made into body or core, core armor, as the shape would make the energy be directed into the wearer's core. Against physical attacks, Metar plate reduces damage by 25%. I'm sorry, reduces met, reduces damage by 25. Maverick charge. Mavericks charge the much stronger than the than that of good characters. A maverick, a maverick who charges his weapon increases the power level and enhancement level by two instead of one. This also affects Overcharge. Big Boss Overcharge. This upgrade is only available to the worst of the worst. Wily, Sigma, any final boss has access to this and it stacks with the Maverick Charge. Big Boss Overcharge increases power level by two. A a character with Maverick Charge and Big Bad Overcharge will increase his power level by devastating four friggin' levels. Big Boss Fighting Style still only available to the worst of the worst. This fighting style allows the user to have two attack actions every turn rather than an attack action and a movement action. Yeah, I know. That that just sucks.
0: Well, I was about to say, that is... Um... Definitely some devastating damage you're going to take from that big boss stack.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Cyberspace. Cyberspace, a.k.a. the Internet, is a place reploids can inject their minds into wander around as if it was a physical place. Objects, equipment, and even physics don't work the same in cyberspace as they do in real world. So when you enter the net, you better be prepared. When your mind is exploring cyberspace, your body is usually sitting in a chair or bed somewhere inactive, so it is your mind which is in danger rather than your physical body. All damage in cyberspace is done to the target's core. That is terrifying. That sucks nuts. (laughs) That just sucks that you're...
0: I mean... Cyberspace, that's like the internet, but for, like, them, right? Like, a type of uh, internet-ish area?
1: Um, kind of. And think of it like, uh... You remember the episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! where they get put into the video game? I think so. It's the one where, like, it's like they're the legendary adventurers. It's the first time they summon, um... What's the friggin' card's name. Uh, like the dark. What is it, oh, man? Uh, dark flame swordsman, and then it goes into the paladin, and then he kills the. Uh, he ended up killing the the dragon. I think Wait, so. It's the first time when they meet the big five, pretty much, or Nova's or Nova's cyberspace.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that there. Yeah. I was I was going to go for Scooby-Doo in cyberspace, but I don't think that was technically the same thing.
1: I haven't seen Scooby-Doo in cyberspace, or if I have, it's been so long. All right. Um, elements. Okay. Only the following elements work in cyberspace. All others count as neutral element for both weapon and armor. So... The only ones that work in cyberspace are electricity, fire, sonics, and magnetic. Electricity is better than fire. Fire is better than sonics. Sonics are better than magnetic, and magnetic is better than electricity. Although you are not physically wearing your armor, elemental armor abilities still work in cyberspace. So, abilities and upgrades work normally, unless mentioned above. If you have increased speed, you will still have it inside the net. You can still charge and deflect attacks. Non-weapon equipment you have is also present on your cyber form as well. So, they went to a lot of trouble to make sure that cyberspace had some slightly different rules, so I can actually appreciate that a lot. So, I'm I'm down for that. Down for that,
0: too. Now, when it comes to this weakness and weapon system, I guess it's up to the DM to really figure out um powers and weapons so you know what's weakness to what, I guess, because they're giving specific types of weapons, so you really have to narrow down of which is which. yep yeah. huh.
1: Mechanoids, aka the enemies. Mechaloids are your typical robots that are the main cannon fodder in Mega Man RPG. They only follow their own programming and can't think for themselves. Any enemy that isn't a Maverick boss will probably be a Mechaloid. So, Mechaloids come in three varieties. Littles, Mediums, and Bigs. Just some examples are Metars. Uh, Let's see. Oh, okay. Metars the sample small uh joe's are the sample medium and the sample large are they just not going to give me a sample? oh and a sample large is a sky dragon so those are just the samples now you have bosses that are separated into robot masters aka mavericks or big bosses and that's how much they kind of roll from there now Common kind of question you players have been asking: What about the CP? How do you get more CP, guys? Well, I can tell you. You get CP rewarded for every enemy you kill. So the DM better murder, uh, have uh, you murder a whole bunch of enemies. So minor enemies, aka littles, are only worth one to five CP apiece. Mediums are worth five to ten. Large are, are uh, given 10 to 15. Robot Masters and Mavericks, 15 to 20. And then Big Bosses, 30 plus, if any. So, after the enemies have been counted and the majority of CP rewarded, it's time for the Participation Awards. MPP Awards get an additional 5 to 10. MVPs ask your players who did the most who was the most useful or the most fun person in session give them an extra couple points pity points ask the players who was the least amount of help who tried their best but came up short when they were trying to help in the session they get another 5-10 to 10. and then the RP award who was the best at playing their character give them another 5-10 to 10. now that is the end of the game, of the whole game section. However, this game apparently was also made in light for other series, like Transformers, Gundam, Power Rangers. which I can kind of see that. There's a couple of other things they have added in here uh, that will make you kind of, you know, they have a couple of other rules in here. So, like, if you want this to be a Transformers game, Very little changes are needed. Core is now called Spark, Maverick Points are now called Spark Corruption, and Transformation is mandatory, but you get bonus 20 CP for your Transformation. Speed is now in Cybertronian units, rather than meters, which, surprisingly enough, are still to scale with meters if the Transformers were human-sized. And... Gundam. For this game, the character sheet represents both your pilot and your Gundam. Structure represents your Gundam's health, while core is replaced with the pilot. Skills and abilities are things your pilot does, while upgrades and armors are for your Gundam. Weapon, weapons bought for humans cannot be higher than Power Level 2. Um, power Rangers. Pretty much just like Gundam, only only silly player will build his ranger and personal zord as normal but the group gets a pool of 200 cp in order to build their final combined zord deciding who gets to be the head and will probably be the toughest part of this and that is it there's a character sheet available and that's it we have gone through the entire book so final thoughts my brother how do you think they did replicating Mega Man?
0: They, they definitely re- replicated it to a point where it's understandable. Yet, like any other um, role play, you gotta get used to it. The hardest part about this is going to be building because there's so much good shit like in this game, like in Mega Man in general. When it comes, especially to the X. That it's very hard not to grab every single little thing because, well, you technically need every single little thing. But after going over the book and reading it and actually trying to build my own character, I always seem to go for power or main defense where I figure if I just build a basic, get the bare essentials of a Mega Man X, and then from there on, if I have any extra points, go for my main build. Like for me, I like um, reflex. I like reflective damage. I like shields, especially the proto man type build, except a more modern X take on him. And I think that's really the hardest part of where to put your points. But then again, you also, like you said, you have the uh, abilities of becoming a tank where you could just take the hits, go in front of them and just about how you build. But this, this, also, your team has to be equally built, too. Otherwise, you know, if you just have a bunch of heavy hitters, you just have a bunch of tanks. You have to be a balanced team, too. That's really going to be the hardest part about this is the build. Everything else is understandable if you play Mega Man. But, yeah, that's, that's the hardest part for me. Everything else is gold yeah I agree I uh, I can completely
1: agree the hardest part is gonna be creating a beginner robot that's gonna be the most challenging because what do you do exactly and I guess starting off with low power leveled weapons more or less would probably be the best way to go but I guess depending on how neutral you're gonna be that's really gonna be it it's really gonna be the most like the most weirdest thing on there but I mean, yeah. Okay, guys. Well, this has been a lovely day. Uh, thank you very much for stopping in, and I hope to uh, see you guys back on this channel. Don't forget to check out Castle Six Eight Nine One on Twitch. Don't always and uh, please look at the Gamers from Vegas on YouTube or Sentai Ranger Red One on Twitch as as soon as i get my stuff up i will be streaming there god forbid or yeah sentai ranger red one on twitch i will be getting that taken care of just it's gonna take me a little bit i have things i have to set up but in any case uh guys you have a good day and just uh just enjoy it you know what's uh what's to worry about uh you know Getting worried about it. All right. Guys, have a good day.